did one hell of a job. And the only thing else I got to say is, how about this Cowboys? Yeah! And now, it's Talking Boys with the Boys. Cowboys Familia, what's up? This is Talking Boys with the Boys. And tonight, we got a super dope panel. But first, a little business. Please take a minute to share, subscribe, leave us a rating, and a review wherever you find this pod. Five stars and a couple of sentences on why you love this pod would be greatly appreciated. And now, the conglomerate, the panel of homies, I'm your host, Adam Y, along with my co-host, Mark D, and our special guest. And y'all, tonight, we brought out the girls. We brought out the ladies. Jess of the Roddy Roundup Pod and Cam of Starboys Network. What's happening, everybody? Hey. Hey, what's happening, Cowboys fam? What's going on? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? You know, it is the time of year. And I think as Cowboys fans, we all know this. Our seasonal Cowboys anxiety is starting to flare up. So I'm enjoying this week of uh, semi-peace before it really starts to act up. I don't know if any of it, anybody else can relate, but that uh, seasonal Cowboys anxiety is starting to hit a little bit more each day. Oh, I got that regular season shark swimming in my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm with y'all. I'm with y'all 100%. Hey, I've kind of put mine on pause just because, you know, yesterday and today are such – it's such mayhem, you know, <laughs> I tweeted about it, you know, some dreams are made and some are broken and yeah. it's, you know, and it's been a flurry as to what's been going across the wire, but it, it's been a good distraction because come, you know, probably the next day or two, that anxiety is going to hit me. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it yes, hits you hard. I agree. Yeah. It I, hits I you agree. like a truck. <laughs> definitely definitely and and tampa bay's driving that truck might we add thank you roger goodell oh, please, please. what is we, up with that yeah we are definitely going to get to that yeah but yeah let's 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 dive into this thing mark some news bro well just like a certain two dope boys in a cadillac we're serving some knowledge today Look good, mm-hmm. feel good, feel good, pod good. The league is officially open for business. The waiver wire opened today. There are two aspects of the waiver wire, one which focuses on setting the practice squad and another that focuses on movement to and from the active ro- roster itself. The Cowboys mm-hmm. added wide receiver, wide receiver Noah Brown to the reserve COVID-19 list, signed quarterback Will Greer and running back Corey Clement off of waivers, and we have a handshake agreement with long snapper Jake McQuaid to return to those duties in a day or two. Here's a bit more on Greer and Clement. Greer was coached by Doug Nussmeyer, Cowboys, co- Cowboys quarterback coach during his time at Florida. He was drafted in the third round by the Carolina Panthers, 100th overall, and during the 2021 preseason, he was 22 of 31 with 222 yards, one rushing touchdown, no passing touchdowns, and no interceptions. Running back Corey Clement, who was released by the New York Giants, will be joining the Cowboys. He feels a need as the number three back behind Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. He also has a strong special teams background from his years with the Philadelphia Eagles. It's also notable to mention that none of the players whom the Cowboys waived Tuesday were claimed by another team. And personal note, it's so hard to talk about the Giants and the Eagles right now. I don't even want to say those names. Back to you, bro. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, let's segue to this. Hey, uh, what I want to do is just get a quick 53-man uh, roster reaction from you guys. And I also want you to give me two names that you'd like to bring in for depth or a possible starting job that be via waivers or trade. Okay, so the my first initial reaction on the 53-man is we kept every single draft pick. And that was not something yes. that I really thought we were going to do. Uh, yeah. But beyond that, I don't think there were some – there were too many surprises, you know, within that, you know, we had that, the quarterback battle between Cooper and Gilbert, which I believe new England just grabbed Gilbert. I saw Yep. So yep. that, that was, that mm-hmm. was, that was probably, you know, the most of anything that I took away from that. Um, now I am going to say that this homework time, it was a little harder than I thought it was going to be with these two names because first name I did come up with was Will Greer and we signed him. <laughs> yeah. So then oh, I yeah. Went, nice. Okay. And I was looking at Royce Freeman that Denver let you know let go. He was averaging four yards yeah. per carry, and we ended up taking Clement. 
So then I started going through and I was like, man, where, where are places that I'm really worried about? And honestly, that center position still is somewhat of a worry to me because, mm-hmm. you know, Bingo. Yes. Like that. so yes, that Kansas let go, KC let go of Austin Reader. And so that is one cat that I would be really looking at. And then I, you know, and then another one that I had looked at was Carson Green, offensive tackle. You know, that swing tackle position. Woo, mm. Nisheki. I, I, yes. I don't think But the problem with Carson Green is that Houston snatched him up, put him on the practice squad. So for us to grab him, we would have to put him on the 53 for six weeks. So I kind of swung, you know, gears and looked at Michael Jordan, the Bengals um, released him, but the Panthers grabbed him. Um, Mm -hmm. There's a couple defensive tackles and excuse me if I slaughter his name. He was with Seattle and I think it's Nikem Cheeky. Um, cat out of Mississippi, and um, yep, then mm-hmm. yep. I know exactly. yep. yeah, Michael Daniels from the Bengals. So, I, I kind of threw some extra names out there because I felt like the dog ate my homework at the beginning when it took my first <laughs> two, two picks I had, but that's kind of where I'm sitting. You know, I'm still worried about defensive tackle, I'm really worried about corners, but um, that center position, man, you know, I, I, I just worry about that one too. Yes, ma'am. Hey, uh, I mean, don't worry too much. I got my boy Matt Barniak on, on uh, you know, taking second chance. Right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, every podcast they hear, they're going to be like, Adam has been harping uh, on Matt Barniak for a while. But y- y'all just wait and see. But yeah, Jess, <laughs> what do you got, Jess? Well, you know, I'm really glad Cam came up with more than two names because <laughs> I've been struggling with this. And, and like she said, this has been quite the homework assignment and I didn't expect it to be so difficult, but it was, but you know, I'm going to, I'm going to switch gears here and I'm going to say that I have one name and it's not going to be shocking to anybody who has a Twitter account or is a Cowboys fan because I really am worried about the backup quarterback situation for Dak. I truly, after the dumpster fire of a season we had last season without Dak, that's a position that we definitely need to address. And do I think Cooper Rush is our guy? I don't. Um, obviously, we saw what happened with Ben DiNucci, and somehow he ended back up in the practice squad. Um, he he just doesn't seem to go away for, for some reason. And, and I say that with all due respect, Mr. DiNucci, yes, but yes. go away. Um, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> there, was, <laughs> there was obviously, hey. the, as soon as a flashy name, I feel like um, being a Cowboys fan, we know how this happens. There's a flashy name that comes up. Automatically, everybody's brain goes to, hey, the Cowboys. The Cowboys should pick up this person. So I am personally going to just go on my little soapbox here. And I'm going to say that I wouldn't mind, even though uh, we did get Will... How do you say his last name? Greer. 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 Yeah. I am the worst with these names, you guys. I swear. Um, <laughs> so box, and I'm going to say I really did get my hopes up for Cam Newton. And it looks like the Cowboys aren't exactly, exactly setting that name out just yet. Um, it looks like he, it's still a possibility that he could go to Dallas. Is it likely? No. Um, but I would like to see it. And only because realistically when I was looking at everything and obviously we know the defense still is not where it needs to be um Mm -hmm. you know we'll talk about that a little bit later but Cam Newton to me I think is a solid backup quarterback and uh under Jack's wing I think he could be great uh I just really worry about that backup situation and I only Mm -hmm. say that because although the media headlines have faded about Jack's shoulder because yes he is getting those snaps and again he's not getting those rep counts um I still worry about it and I still want to make sure we're secured there. If he does have it out, I don't want to have to worry about it. So I'm just going to stick with my one name because I feel so strongly about in say Cam Newton, because I just think it makes perfect sense. But um, yeah, Cam, you definitely beat me on that one, girl. That one, <laughs> I was stressing about that until the minute we pressed record. So yes. All well, let me bet. Yeah, well, let me backdoor you first before Mark goes, because he most definitely knowing him, <laughs> where 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 it's telepathical, he he'll definitely start getting my guys, and then I won't have nothing to say. But yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm I'm 
yeah, I'm I'm totally with you. I think Cowboys Twitter went absolutely ape shit to hear Nooch get cut. Only to be disgusted by the news that he was back on back on the practice squad. And that's <laughs> the horror of the Nooch lives on. But yeah, he's like um, a toxic ex. I swear, like they they keep coming back in for more. You know, you just can't get rid of them. Like a he's toxic a rash. Ex. Uh-huh. He's a rash that won't go away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and with the and with the cuts, I mean. Like, Rondell Carter getting cut was not expected, but not shocking in my opinion. Uh, I think he did enough to make this team and actually show flashes last year when he got some burn. Uh, he went unclaimed on waivers, and then, uh, you know, the sources said that he's he's planning to sign with the Cardinals instead of Dallas. So that tells you kind of where he stood at, I guess. Uh, Hard Knocks darling Azul Kamara made the 53, but let's face it, a bunch of these guys on the 53 – will be cut as soon as they return from uh, PUP and COVID protocols. But the two names that I can I came up with um, that were linked to the Cowboys, of course, is I still like to see or bring in Geno Atkins to see how much he has left in the tank. Mm. Uh, I think mm. he wouldn't he wouldn't cost much, and he'll fit Quinn's system perfectly. And then I would also try to explore again what kind of trade value Miami would have to have at this point for Xavier and Howard. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I just hey. do not, I just do not, do not feel optimistic about our cornerback position right now. But yeah, that's, that's, that's where I'm at. Those are the two names. Mark. Yeah. See me and my brother here, we have ESPN. You know what I mean? I mean, ESPN. <laughs> right? yes. ESPN. I got that, bro. I ESPN. All right. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to buckle up real quick. And um, Jess, look, great take. And I respect your opinion on Cam Newton. But as soon as you said Cam Newton, I had this visual <laughs> representation of that SpongeBob meme where he gets up and he's like, okay, all right, well, I'm going to get out I'm of here. All right, so um, I mean, my big bro there, he talked about some really good names. I mean, Xavier Howard is my wish list above all wish lists. I don't want to go into that because I could go on for a tangent. I mean, at the three tech, Geno Atkins would be a dream if physically he's able to perform. Because Neville Gallimore and that dislocated elbow, it's going to take a while, man. It's going to take a while. But I'm going to go into what Cam was talking about with this, okay? Center, yes. Because, oh, man, we're putting our, our faith into an unproven player there. And that unproven player had Connor Williams behind him hiking the ball over our quarterback's head every other snap. Okay. <laughs> so I have, I have a name. Horrid. Matt it was horrid. Matt. <laughs> yes. Matt Skura. He was just released by the Miami Dolphins. Okay. In 2017, he had experience at right guard with the Ravens started 12 games. And then in 2018, he took, took over as center with the Ravens and he started 51 to 54 games. The, the Dolphins brought him in to be their starting center, and then they, they just got a rookie who kind of blew him out of the water in training camp. Now, hey, he's on the street for a reason, but yes, these swing tackles and these backup center that we have on this team right now, it's laughable, man. They're turnstiles. Let's be honest. Uh, okay, tie, let's, let's... Uh, tie concrete feet in the secchi. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Brandon Knight yep. tied in secchi and steel. I mean – Oh, oh man. And don't when even I'm bring Brandon Knight into it for me because, oh gosh. Seriously, you know, that, and those are the things out. that make me want, but those are the things, those right there actually make me want a better backup quarterback, not Cat, not um, Dak Shoulder, right? Those things yes. right there, I'm going, right. oh my God. So I do have another name here, though, that I was researching with this um, Jimmy Moreland. He was a quarterback that got cut from the Redskins, you know, and the more I looked at it, though, I was like, yeah, okay, he's got experience. He's a vet. He's got some experience starting. But the mold doesn't fit Quinn. He's about 5'10", five 5'11". Foot foot we all know that's not gonna be, you yeah. know, exactly what he wants with this. So he's yeah. not going to even bring him in to get a look. Now, there's a third name here. Personally, with preseason, I'm not one of these fans. I've been obsessed with the Cowboys for a long time, ladies. I got a, I got a picture Absolutely. of me as a six-year-old with a Cowboys helmet on. So I understand <laughs> some of these things a little bit different than some of the fans down here. I don't <laughs> yes. look at preseason. I don't say, oh, my God, 0-4. Oh, and 4. oh the, the, you know, the sky's falling. The sky's falling, it, yes. And seriously, when I look at preseason, what I've always looked at preseason when I started understanding the way it goes is I always put more emphasis on special teams. I'm always looking at the way special teams is going from kickoff to punt return to punt coverage to, to kickoff coverage. And ladies, this special teams unit, pardon my French, is shitty. Yes. Okay. Yeah. For lack of better words. 
Mm-hmm. And Fossil needs to start pulling that, re- he needs to start pushing that red button, start getting some help over here. And some of the main help that's lined up is his ex all pro punter from the Rams, Jimmy Hecker. He's out there. He's, he, you know, he, we can pick him up and bring him in. And I really think we need something to, on special teams to help us out. Who were we playing? Was it the, the Texans when they had that punter who was like coughing corner our ass down to, you know, under the five? I want that. Okay. Yes. Yes, that's something we've been missing. Unfortunately, he just restructured his contract with the Rams. He's staying. Oh, today. Oh, you didn't hear anything Man. about Matt Skura, did you? No, I did not. I did not. I can't. Okay, I, that's, I'm my real, that's the real one I want there. The other <laughs> okay. two are kind of like, yeah, hey, well. Okay. All right. Don't be, you know, don't be squashing my dreams here, Cam. Yeah, Cam's <laughs> killing dreams on the show already. Jeez. No, Cam. Keep it real, girl. You keep it real. I already have a negative connotation towards the name, Cam. Don't increase that, okay? Right. Right. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Shots fired. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's all uh, okay. Well, let's let's go and segue into the uh, into this uh, the second question that I wanted to ask y'all. And what I want to know is, what have we really learned about the 2021 Dallas Cowboys this preseason? Offensively speaking, are Zeke's fumbling issues fixed? Will Dak really be A1 this season? O-line depth still an issue? Question mark. Nagged injuries seem to still linger on this team. Are you really, really worried? And before y'all answer this, I just want you to give, I just want to give y'all the stats for the preseason snaps for the first team offense. Dak, zero. Zeke, zero, Amari, 13, Gallup, 28, Lamb, 26, Jarwin and Schultz, 22 apiece, Collins, 43, Martin, 16, Biotic, 54, William, 78, and Smith, 14. All right. Well, I was really looking (laughs) forward to answering this question uh, only because, you know, as Cowboys fans, we know what we saw last season. Goodness, could not even start with just one idea of what needed to be fixed. It was a whole lot of things uh, that we walked away last season saying, well, where do we even begin? Like, this is atrocious, right? Um, So, you know, what I went into this preseason looking for was a few things. And I'm very huge, if if you have heard me speak about this before, uh, you know, I'm huge on the mentality aspect of the team. Because until that's there we're just not going to see any production in in my eyes. And Mm -hmm. so I gave Mike McCarthy the, the, uh, I guess, pass for last season Mm -hmm. to say, hey, it's his first year. It was virtual mostly because of COVID, COVID protocols. Uh, Dak is out. You know, you have all of these injuries going on. I, I gave him a pass for last season. What I wanted to really focus on this preseason, and it is great mm-hmm. that we have hard knocks to kind of see behind the scope of things, is I wanted to see how Mike McCarthy was really getting in with this team. Because to me, last season, it just didn't seem like that coach and player chemistry there uh, between him and the players. It it still felt like he was a bit of an outcast, if you will. Uh, I wanted to see how Mike McCarthy was really, really making an impact on this team. I can say uh, when I went to the Rams scrimmage in Oxnard, um, I was really honed in on McCarthy. My eyes were following him to see what he was doing. Uh And I've been to training camps uh, in previous years, obviously Jason Garrett era. um, And I did notice a few, a few differences. Um, One of which being, I think Mike McCarthy really, really put the emphasis on individual work as opposed to when it was a Jason Garrett style training camp. You really did see more of those team drills going on with Mike McCarthy. And again, I was only there for the scrimmage. I can't, I can't say this is general. um, I guess something that I saw from training camp just this one day, I didn't see a lot of that. I saw more individual work with different players which was a little interesting to me but uh what I think the biggest takeaway we've learned this preseason is Mm -hmm. that we do have the talent we've always had the talent we've amped up that talent we've really really addressed um again not fully um the defensive issues that we were having now 
Um, something as far as the offensive side of the ball, uh, you asked about Zeke's fumbling issues. I damn well hope that they are fixed. Um, (laughs) I hope that that they are fixed. I do think we are going to have a great season from Zeke. Uh, anything less than a hundred yard games is unacceptable for him at this point. So I'm the bar on him. Talk your ish, Jess. Talk your ish, Jess. (laughs) I like the way you do business. It's because I know that Zeke is better than having his backup, you know, Tony Pollard, who's also great, be in the conversation of, hey, does Zeke does even deserve this starting position anymore? Which I know Cowboys fans were saying, I don't want to hear that anymore. Zeke's our guy. And in order for us to see the best of Dak to have an A1 season, you have to get that run game established and you have to do it quickly. You can't wait till the third, fourth quarter to start doing that. And Zeke has to be hot from the get-go. Dak, well, I think Dak's going to be great. I think this is going to be his best season. Um, And I really think we're going to see a new version of Dak and Zeke uh, together. And I think, again... uh, helps that you have all of these weapons on the offense you have cd lamb michael gallup uh you have amari cooper right you have all of these healthy guys that really really should be utilized for dak to throw the only thing is will our o-line stay healthy because without a healthy o-line no, we're not going to see much of anything from anybody. But um, I really, I don't think O-line depth is still going to be an issue. Um, to be honest, it's not the offense I'm worried about. It is the defense still that I'm a little wary about uh, going into this regular season. But yeah, I hope that answered all of your questions on my, I'm a little tirade there. But no, all love for Z. I love I'll it. I like love it. That out there. <laughs> Great answer. Great answer. Yeah. Cam? Okay, so um, so preseason snaps for the Cowboys and in our offense, I have zero worries about that considering we had none last year. And look at what our offense did in those first six games before Dak went down. So I, I that you know some of that this preseason stuff, you know, just you know, like Mark was saying, preseasons for something entirely else, and I don't see where. It's, you know, especially that we brought back every single starter from last year for this offense. So that I don't see where any of that's going to be or any kind of an issue with, with Zeke and his fumbling issues. You know, he even stood up and talked about it and isn't the first step to recovery admitting. So absolutely. Can you email that to Jalen Smith? <laughs> Yes. Right? Yes. Right? yes. 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 Watch the tape. He told us to watch the tape. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. And, and, and what was that vet, that vet, vet, vet comment the other day, too? But, oh, Jalen, Jalen, Jalen. I tell you. Oh, yeah. um, we can have a whole other whole episode about that. But, um, oh, hey, that's Absolutely. my fault. My bad. My bad. I said the buzzword, Jalen. <laughs> hey, you definitely did. You definitely did, bro. So I, I'm, I'm super, ho- you know, Zeke looks more focused. He looks, you know, what's he down? He was down to what, 218. Yeah. He's, I mean, some of those cuts that he's been making in practice, it's just yes. pretty and, and I'm here for it. So I, I'm not seeing where Definitely. Zeke's, I, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that that fumble thing has been a major focus of his. And that won't be something that a Cowboys fans will cry about at some point this season. And Ohio <laughs> State Zeke, I think, is what we're going to see. Right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. At, at, at first, at first, I was trust me, I was one of those guys. I, I, I'm not drinking the Kool Aid. I was trying to package him in a deal and send him out of here last year. I am not lying. But yeah, I, 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 I think I might, I think I might be be putting some red and some purple in the cup now. So uh, yeah. Yeah. red and purple. Well, well, big bro, you hear this? You hear this? Mm. That's a little sip. That's a little sip. That's a little sip. That's a little little sip right there. Well, you know, taking that sip, I'll just go on here. Um, Great answers, ladies. Man, I mean, very seldomly do we have people that come on and I'm actually learning stuff as you guys are telling us. You know, I'm serious. Seriously. I'm over here taking notes and forgetting what I'm going to say. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
But as far as this offense is concerned, you'll go back. If you listen to some of our episodes in the past, I'm one of the biggest proponents of, I expect this to be the number one offense in the NFL. I have this expectation. I have these things that I want. Yeah, we got Dak. We got these receivers. We got Zeke back there at 215 pounds, his freshman year from Ohio State. That's what gets me. But then I saw the third preseason game from the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And I was watching that opening drive and that second play when he hits Tyreek Evans down the sideline on the second play of the game for about a 70 yarder, yeah. yarder. Yeah. I'm sitting there and I'm, and I'm not even equating that to what we can do. I'm sitting there going, man, I wish we could do that. And I'm going, wait, if we're going to be number one, that's what we can do. Right. But why don't I feel confident in that? Why don't I feel like that's what we should be doing? Well, it's because of a few things. One of the things is Dak not getting any practice time. That scares the crap out of me, okay? Yeah. Dak is my boy. Love Dak. Ask my big bro here. I'll defend him to the day, you know, the right. day ends. But at the same time, when he came <laughs> me in, too. accuracy me too. was not his strong suit. Accuracy is not what this guy was known for. So you take some of the reps away, you start throwing that shoulder into play, and some of these throws that I've looked, I'm over here putting him above Tom Brady in my mind. And above a lot of other quarterbacks. So to make those throws, I can't have that shoulder being a problem. That's one of the things that goes, you know, that, that, that I, I assume from the offensive end. Zeke's fumbling issues? I mean, we're not going to know that until he's got every player in the world, which they're all scouted for it, to be tugging at that ball. And they're all oh, going to do it. It's coming. It's coming. They're gonna, yes. One guy's going to hold him up. Another guy's going to rip at it. They're not even going to tackle him initially. Okay, nope. so we'll nope. see pretty early on how that's going to look. Six. That is. Six fumbles. We don't know year. anything, honestly, about this offensive team that we didn't know at the beginning of preseason. Like, all the same questions are, st- are still there. I just have hope because, hey, I'm a delusional Cowboys fan and I'm obsessed, so I'm thinking we're winning the Super Bowl every year. <laughs> yes. I still have the same questions I had when the preseason started. Preseason games are mainly just, like I said, to check out the special teams. Everything yeah. else is vanilla and protected. And I really am, am I'm hoping that this offense can, can take charge and lead the way initially while this defense is young and starts coming around and getting what they can do. But also, that, that's secondary, y'all. I mean, when's the last time you said, man, Anthony Brown is a stud. I'm glad he's out there. <laughs> Never. I, I, I'm, Never. I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting. And, yeah. and on the back end, hey, safety, you see the this season. That's when you're going to say it. I hope so. I really <laughs> hope so. But the fact of the matter is, he was a backup to a guy we didn't even re sign last year. Yep. Cheeto Bay. Cheeto, Cheeto Bay. Was he? Yeah. yeah. He, was, he was Cheeto Bay's backup. We put him in the slot every once in a while. But usually when you get relegated to the slot, that's because you can't work the outside. Not so now mention- we're all safe. Where yeah. he's solid and he's going to be on the outside. Uh. Yeah, but yeah, Mark. But not to mention too, we're all, we're all hanging our hats on Diggs that only played half a season last year. Yeah, you know yep. what I mean. So and that's and that's y'all saw hard knocks last night, right? Did y'all Absolutely. see hard knocks last night? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mari. Coop, Coop's not going to catch nothing. Coop's not getting to catch today. Two touchdowns yeah. later, and one of them yep. he wasn't even in the frame. Yeah, wasn't right. in the frame. Yes. So that's yeah, but. I mean, ahead, Coop, I mean, but but that doesn't make me feel good because that goes to the other side of that because early on in the drill, Anthony Brown was on Coop and Anthony Brown wasn't even in the picture, ladies. Yeah. I know. Trust <laughs> me. And, and he's going to be covering Antonio Brown. And from what I've heard out of Bucks camp, this is the AB that Pittsburgh used to have. This is the AB that's locked in. You know, so Here let's just go. hope he punches somebody and he's suspended for the first game. You need Mark's to stop saying mean saying, things. Hey, I don't want to hear yeah. that. Hey, Mark's honking, Mark's honking that horn on that semi you were talking about, Cam. I know. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, uh, I, ladies, I'm... Look, we thought the bus... Apparently, uh, Mark, it's you that's driving. Because, dang. <laughs> I told you, ladies, I'm already... I got that, That you know, it, it, was a, it, was a, it was a nurse shark at the beginning of the show, and now it's a great white in the back of my head swinging around, <laughs> swinging around now, Okay. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think as the season gets closer and week one is right around the corner, I feel like it's almost like, um, uh, how do I say this? It's kind of like a fairy tale coming to an end. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's starting to, it's starting to set in. It's starting to hit me in the face. I'm kind of, it's, it's, it's kind of worrisome. And like Mark said, Big, I'm, I, oh. hey, I'm die, I, dude, I'm a diehard. 
I mean, I got Jesus Christ. I got the star tattooed on my calf that says Dallas Cowboys on my calf. I mean, I'm so <laughs> yeah, <he does. laughs> I am so die I'm so die hard with it. I mean, it, it's generations, you know, in, in the family. So, but it's just it's just, it's something scary. It's it's, it's a little scary because I just maybe maybe it's just a disappointment. I'm tired of being let down. <laughs> but just think of everything we're talking about yeah. as far as negatives, man. You're like, okay, we've been talking about this secondary. Yeah. We're talking about yeah. Jalen. We're talking about all these things. And guess who's over there watching film and taking notes and having all day to prep? Tom, terrific. Oh, hey, yeah. I'm not, you know, yes. that you can say whatever you want about his throwing ability now. Hey, I, I, I thought we should have beat him about three years ago when he's with the Patriots and you can complete a, a 10 yard out. I saw the deficits there, but when you give him this much time to prep and he knows Jalen Smith can just run straight. Oh man. Hey, we mm -hmm. do have the lion. We do have the Jaguar. <laughs> that's why number, I am number, so <laughs> number 11. My, yes. yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And well, but, but, but big bro, back to the, back to the question. Okay. We all hope what he is, right? We're all Troy Palomalu, man, Vaughn Miller. Oh, what if he's Jalen Smith? Ah, uh, Mark, oh, you're, you're crushing, you're crushing, you're crushing all my dreams right now. Really? <laughs> I'm going to sit down now. Okay. Hey, he's yeah, like, we're bringing yeah, he's up Jalen Smith. We're trying to be nice here. We're trying. <laughs> he's swinging a big know, bat lady. of reality right but now. I'm, but I'm, but I'm, over, I'm over here. I'm over here watching the preseason game and watching Luke Gifford do better than Jalen Smith. Right. Ooh. Ooh. There you mm. go. There you go. But yeah, so, uh, End it, it ended with saying, I'm just, uh, it, it's a lot of big question marks there. I do think, I do think we'll, we'll um, start off on fire, so to speak, um, because they want it. And I mean, I, I, uh, it seems like they're, they're preaching hard family. And that's something that we hadn't seen because it seemed like last year, everybody was for themselves. And the year before that, everybody was for themselves. Yeah, it was, called like, hot, it was called Hot Boys, and I don't yeah. ever have to do that again. Oh, yep. my Yes, God. yes, yeah. yes. Yep. So, yeah, so that reminds me of No Fly Zone. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, oh, it, airplane yeah, mode. Airplane mode, yeah, airplane that one mode. was kind of yeah. weird. But, yeah, yeah so yeah. They're, all, they're all preaching family now. Three, one, two, three, family. So, uh, we'll see where it goes. Uh, Quinn, I think, was a great addition. Yeah. I think, I think yeah. him alone changes culture. It's especially changing the culture on that side of the ball. And when you hear these players come out and say, Quinn is the type of coach you want to play for, that really means something. So at the end of the day, I think, I think we really might have something there. And like, um, 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 just like you said earlier, uh, Mike McCarthy, let's see where he's at. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, let's, see if, let's see if they gravitate towards him from what we see. Uh, it seems like he's trying to develop this relationship with Dak. Uh, we'll see. You know, yeah. And, well, and so I, so we're all sold in Kellen Moore, right? I am. I am. Oh, yeah. I am. Yes. He's a brilliant football mind. Yeah. He, he yep. really no, is. Definitely. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Definitely. And and hey, Big Bro knows. I like to play devil's advocate, ladies. If you haven't noticed. Um, <laughs> yes, he does. He does. He's over there with a pitchfork. I have pitchfork. a <laughs> seriously. Yes. I have a no. just like that. Y'all met Daryl. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love to sit over here and just like toss little pebbles different ways and be like, okay, my bad, my bad, you know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, if, I'll, I'll ask you ladies a question real quick. Let's say three games into the season, four games into the season, this offense has been crap and no injuries, just production wise. Let's say, you know, just issues have happened. Now that's harder to believe than us being number one, but let's say that happens. And if you're a Mike McCarthy would you take over play calling duties from Kellen Moore at that point? Or are you just going to let him ride it out and you sit on the hot seat? No, because I think McCarthy's on the hot seat himself for this year to prove it. And he takes it over 100%. That's what I, would say. I agree. Definitely. 100%. Definitely. There were a few people who said that, you know, in the past that they'd leave Kellen Moore to his devices and let him ride it out. You know, um, uh, my job's on the line. I'm not letting anybody, anybody else make the decision for me. They think highly of, of, of more in order for, for them to say, no, you're not getting that Boise job. You're staying here. <laughs> right. So, mm -hmm. You're right. So, yeah, man. But, yeah, I think uh, I'm with you guys. I'm with you guys. I, hey, I feel it. I feel it. And I feel it. It's just the energy and the vibe. I feel it, y'all. I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm ready, man. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. It's like, hey, 
palms are sweaty, and you know what I mean? It's just like, ah, like it's just, it's right if you here. you start it's, quoting it's, 8 Mile, I swear. Hey, I might. I might. <laughs> I just might, bro. <laughs> I want to, well, I, it's, I guess you call it a game maybe, or maybe not a game, but it's called Fool's Gold or 24K. And what I want you to do is give me two Cowboy players, one that you think is going to be Fool's Gold this year, and one that you think is going to be 24K. Okay, so my 24K is a safety that reminds me of another Dan Quinn safety who happens to be one of my absolute favorite players that has never been on the Cowboys, and that's Cam James. And so my 24K old is Malik Hooker. I see Ooh. a lot of that play, you know, that you guys, besides that Achilles heel, you know, issue, that was, that was a, that was a really, sexy really sexy pick for me. And he, uh, you know, if that guy stays healthy. He's, I think he's going to be a game, game changer, Definitely. you know, within that secondary. I really, really do. Um, oh, my, fool's, my fool's gold, you just mentioned Mr. Airplane Mode. I'm not sold on. <laughs> I'm not sold on fat. You know, boss man fat. I don't think he's used to that physicality of this game, especially playing at Kentucky. He he's so Huh? I said he hasn't played enough football. No, he hasn't. He hasn't sold. And you know, you, you got to think. We used a ton of draft capital in in our corners, and like you all said, you know, they're all starting behind Anthony Brown. And, and and don't even get me started on Nation Wright because I, I I've said this a thousand times and I'm still Sheldon. So Ooh. who's watch taking, out? Watch out! He's taking Honda's ones, he's taking ones with the Titans. <laughs> so yes. I you know, but he didn't fit the Dan Quinn mold. But no, so yeah, my fool's gold is just I'm just not feeling it from him yet. Got it. I'm back. Yes. Hi. <laughs> there you go. There you are. There you go. I'm back. I'm so Welcome sorry. back. Thank you. Thank you so much. Right. And so, Cam, one more time. Who was your fool's gold and who was your, what is it, okay. your 24 carat? Malik Hooker. There you go. <laughs> I was going through my head that whole time. Uh, Malik <laughs> Hooker. Malik Hooker is definitely my 24 carat gold. Um, he he He's a Dan Quinn type safety. Like I said, I compared him to Cam Chancellor. And then my fool's gold is um, Kelvin Joseph. I'm just he, – he he's handsy. I think he's going to draw penalties. He's not used to the physicality from playing at Kentucky. And uh, he, he hasn't played enough football to be up there where he's at. Okay. So um, my fool's gold, it's I think kind of an obvious to Cowboys fans – um, and my fool's gold, it, it's going to be a little shocking, but kind of a little obvious. I'm going to say Van Der Esch. I really don't think we're going to see uh, a Van Der Esch in his prime. I guess I haven't seen enough of him this That's this my football husband. You're killing me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was about hey, to let Cam speak. I, you, I, I've been seeing her on Twitter, and she's definitely been – that's her guy. That's for sure. I'm so sorry. I thought you were the president of the Sammy Fuoco fan club. I am. I am also the president of the Sammy Fuoco <laughs> fan club. Okay. So. Okay. I was making sure. I was making sure. No, look. I'm married I... to one. I'm the president of the fan club of the other. So. Got I love, it. I love that for you, girl. You got to You got to You got to support in any way you can. No. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, I I am a Van Der Esch fan. I really am. It's just. What worries me about Vanderesh is the same exact issue I had with Sean Lee. He's great when he's great, but when he's healthy, that's that's great. But is he going to stay healthy? Are we going to see Vanderesh in this entire season a healthy Vanderesh? That's what worries me. And uh, you know, I I just have not seen enough of him, I guess, this offseason and this preseason to really know. Something that really bothered me, though, in terms of watching Hard Knocks, as I'm sure we all did, was mm -hmm. when he told Micah Parsons, oh, you know, you have to let the play happen. And Mike is like, no, no, no. I, I want every play. That's the mentality that I want from the defense who needed, let's be honest, the most work there last you go. season. There I you go. did not yeah. want a locker room leader and Van Der Esch at this point is and should be a locker room leader telling your rookies, no, you let the play come to you because that's not how it works. 
Micah Parsons is hungry and he wants every single play and you can see the hustle. You can just see the difference. And uh, so, yeah, that's Absolutely. My only because um, that hard knocks comment has not sat well with me this entire time since I heard it. And when Jess, I it's heard been it, like, it's been like two weeks, myself. two or three weeks. <laughs> Look, I've been, I've been thinking there, about it. it. I've been dreaming about that comment. Hey, Jess, I'm right there with you. I, okay. I just, I'm right my there. My jaw with dropped. You. I, I honestly could not believe that he was telling Micah that. I just, I hated that. And I'm like, ah, oh, there's some things I wish I didn't see within Hard Knocks. That was one of them because I really do <laughs> like Van Der Esch as a player. Um, but again, they're the new I best friends like, on the team, though. It, I, you notice it, it, that? It, ex- it, it exposed yeah. you to his hating soul, is what it did. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I just feel like he still has that hot boys mentality. And I don't like that. Um, so I'm going to go fool's gold there only because that has not sat well with me. I don't like that kind of mentality. And for the change that we need to see within this defense, like today or like yesterday uh, is more like it. I don't think that's the right mentality. And I just don't think that is as much of a leader and a veteran as he is, he should be giving that kind of message. So that bothered me. Um, but I'm going to say my 24 karat gold is, um, this was kind of a tie for me. Um, I'm going to give it to Michael Gallup because I think we only started to see the tip of the iceberg with what he's capable of last season. And it was kind of a tie between CD and Michael Gallup. I really, um, I, I think we're going to see more of them than we are going to see Coop. Um, I really think this is going to be a heavy, heavy um, uh, Michael Gallup and CeeDee Lamb show. And and I think it's going to, going into the season, make fans underwhelmed with Amari Cooper and, and almost make it twist and seem like he's not doing enough. But I really just think uh, Michael Gallup is going to have yeah. a great season. Hey, I hope you're, you're right because I have Michael Gallup sitting on my bench in fantasy football right now. <laughs> oh, well, I in that case, I hope so too for your fantasy, uh, for your fantasy <laughs> football stats there. But hey, no, I, I really, I think I, overall, I think our wide receivers are going to have a great season no matter what. But I just, I, I liked what I saw from Gallup last season. I continue to like him more and more. Um, and I really do think we're going to see him become his own kind of wide receiver because I feel like we started to see that a little bit, uh, him in his own element last season. And I think we're just going to continue to build up off of that. So I wouldn't count him out. I think he's going to be great. Okay. Well, Jess, um, have you ever seen the movie Four Brothers? Have you ever seen that movie? No, I have no, not. Fantastic. No. Big bro, you've you seen the movie, right? Yeah, Mark Wahlberg, Tyrese. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, okay. Yeah. So there's a point in that movie where there's a phrase and the guy says, man, I like how you do business. Do business. I'm going to tell you, Jess, <laughs> I like how you do business, okay? Because I agree <laughs> with you, all right? Uh-huh. I do. Uh-huh. LVE, my big bro, he knows how I feel about LVE. When somebody's coming to take your job, you're not going to sit there and hand him a glass of water and be like, all right, let me show you the ropes. Nah, yeah. you, you know, <laughs> there's a yeah. little bit of hating going on yeah. there. Now, I'm going to preface my 24 karat and fool's gold. And man, it's like we practiced this because your answer there at the end segue perfectly into mine. But <laughs> I'm going to have to disagree, okay? Uh, okay. <laughs> um, my 24 karat, I'm going to start off. Now, I'm going to preface this with my expectations for the wide receiver position. I have very high expectations, all right? I believe Alpha, which I, I call Amari, is going to be an all pro this season. First team. Barring injury, he will be an all-pro. And that is my 24 karat right there because everybody wants to knock him off as our number one. Everybody's seen what CD has done in camp. And, hey, I have too. It reminds me of when Dez was in camp and he was talking about going for 2,000 yards. So that leads yep. me to my fool's gold because I have that expectation for him. I do. I have that expectation. I have an expectation, honestly, with Dak at quarterback to have two all-pro receivers possibly. But mm-hmm. I don't think CD. I don't think CD is going to live up to that. He might be a Pro Bowler, maybe even a little less. So the fool's gold is CD Lamb, Ooh, and the twenty-four wow. is Amari Cooper. Amari wow. Cooper is going to be the twenty-four wow. Yes. Hey, look. <laughs> wow. 
Hey, 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 Damn. at the beginning of the season, you know what, CD, that, 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 that wrist, that wristwatch, that's going to be real nice. It's going to be nice and shiny. It's going to stay that way. But about fourth, fifth game, you're going to start getting this green band underneath it. Okay. Yeah. So Because <laughs> yeah. he's not going to live. Don't, the, when, if you watch Hard Knocks and if you watch when he was sitting there with Coop, he was sitting there and Coop was trying to show him a route that he had no idea how to run. Now, I'm not saying... He, I'm not saying that, that, that he doesn't have the, the first step on what to do there, but he was, he was even like, man, that's ridiculous, man. Like, you, you're crazy, man. If Coop can yep. stay healthy, he's, un, he's uncoverable in the NFL, in my opinion. Ooh-wee. Mark has uh, – did you grab another pitchfork, bro? <laughs> well, and, and I don't want to go hot because that, that's like Shannon Sharp and all them other, you know, wrestling oh, – yeah. right. you know, glorified wrestling right. sportscasters. You know what I mean? This is – I firmly believe this. Like, I really do believe this. Now, if I said it, you know, on social media or on Twitter, I'd get roasted. People would be like, you're fucking you crazy. <laughs> See, about to <laughs> but I really do from what I watch. And look, he's possibly my favorite player on the offense. Next to Dak Prescott. He just reminds me of my favorite basketball player, Kobe Bryant, similar to Allen Iverson. They have such a quick first step. They, you can't cover them. You can't guard them. You can't cover them. And he hasn't lost anything. You know? So. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, I, I was going to say, although people might not agree with it, either way, whether your fool's gold or mine or whatever the case is, uh, what, no matter what, we both want the same thing. We both want these wide receivers to be doing what we know they're capable of. So, you know, even if people don't agree with it and Coop has a great season, they're not going to be complaining about it at the end of the season. Yeah, um, you're right. No, yeah. definitely. And you know what? And I'll, and, I'll, and I'll end that with this. See, I'm just, mm, mm. that's another <laughs> sip of Kool-Aid. So I hope that more carrot. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm just going to say it. Andy Gregory is fool's gold. <gasps> yep. I said it. Now, 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 listen, now, listen, listen. I hope I'm super wrong here, but he hasn't exactly <laughs> given us a full game in his career that I just sat back and was like, damn, 94 took that shit over. Pardon my French. You're right. Now, I know he's had high praise uh, during camp, and he definitely looks the part now. Hell, he's shown flash plays ever since he's been in the league. But I'm going to need him to have 11-plus sacks this year, and I'm going I'm to need him definitely to not disappear during games. To change my mind. And to top it off, if D-Law is in the tail end of playing uh, for this team contractually, then Randy has to be that guy that we need to lean on. He can't be that man in camp and then be an average player uh, on game day, in my opinion. So that's that's my fool's gold right there, right? Now, my 24K, my 24K, my, oh, uh, how the song go, y'all? 24 karat gold. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, I got it. I got it now. I got it now. Love okay, it. okay. Hey, Dakota Rain, hey, he's a leader, he's a gamer, he's ascended every year, and we've been seeing his trajectory happen right before our eyes. You say he doesn't have a deep ball, he goes and he proves us wrong. He's not accurate as one of the biggest misnomers and misused labels that Dak carries. Dak, literally, you can look it up, is a historically accurate passer. Since he's been in the league in, in, two, well, in what, you were drafted, 2016, he was drafted. He's had more than 2,100 throws in the regular season, and he's completed 67% of them. Now, I'm going to give y'all four mind-blowing stats about Dakota Rain, all right? Number one, <laughs> he's, he's, he's third. He's, he's like historically uh, the third player in history to have 100 touchdowns and 20 rushing touchdowns in, in his first five seasons. Number two, he's tied for second most game-winning drives in the first four seasons. Number three, he's tied for 100 passer rating games in the first four seasons and number four we are 31 and three when Prescott has a hundred plus pattern passer rating season so I truly think this man is 24k and he'll be the reason we bring another Lombardi back to Dallas Texas <laughs> yes sir <laughs> let's go well, I agree with you, big bro, because for my prediction to happen my boldest prediction is Dak wins MVP you know that so man. you know I I thought that was like the obvious choice, though. I think if somebody doesn't think that about Dak, they're not a real Cowboys fan. Let's. Oh, let's we know a few. We know a few. We know a few. You need your gold polish there. Come on. Yeah. 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 I like the way you do business. Business. <laughs> Just, hey, hold up. Hold up. I will put you on a text message with the fellas. Oh, my God. <laughs> Cap 
that Dak hate is really, really, really real. Uh, up to what? Yeah. What? How many? Uh, last year or the year before that, he was just a a, a backup quarterback in the league. Ain't right. that right, Mark? Oh yeah, oh yeah. We had a guy on this show, you know, a couple episodes ago, quite a while back. And uh, I mean, he had a firm stance that Dak was the best backup in the league two years ago. I mean, he even wanted Teddy Bridgewater to come in. He agreed with that Bart Scott bullshit. Oof. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. man. Yes. Uh, in fact, yes. in fact, I want to say he probably just reiterated that shit that morning, to be honest with you. I think, um, I think everybody, everybody, uh, everybody's fool's gold in 24K was absolutely brilliant. I appreciate that, y'all. Seriously, <laughs> hey, man. Now y'all got me thinking, really thinking now. So I'm like, ah, dang. I'm you telling know? you, I had things I wanted to say, and then they said, some knowledge and I'm over here like wait wait what oh, hold it oh. <laughs> <laughs> what is it what is what is it Brian brought us always say uh educated and informed and educated right exactly <laughs> educated hey that's exactly and that's exactly what you ladies did tonight hey we reached uh, an hour it was great um you know tell the people where they can find y'all uh y'all do great work I'm ex I'm ecstatic that y'all came on with with me and Mark tonight it's a talk boys um, but yeah, go ahead and, and, and let them know where they can find y'all. Sure. Yeah. So I am the most active on Twitter, uh, more than anything else. And my Twitter name is at Jess underscore N E V A R E Z TV. Uh, and you can find my podcast at rowdy roundup pod on Twitter. Uh, yeah, that's where I'm the most active and that's where you can, uh, Tweet me your hot takes, and, and I love a good little uh, Twitter feud. So yeah, let nice me know little banter, huh? Nice, yeah, some nice little banter out there. Yes. Oh yeah, and if there's any Dak hate, it's not tolerated. I don't stand for that, but um, it's been there great. We and, go. And I loved, I love talking to you all. So yeah, that's where you can find me. Absolutely, Cam. Yeah. Hey, um, and it's T O O underscore Much Camber, and you can always catch me with Zach and Daryl at the Starboys Network. We're on YouTube, Apple, podcasts, you you name it, you can find us there. And I just have to say, I appreciate you guys having me on the show with Jess. This has been an absolute blast. Yes, this is great. Cam, hey. you're so much fun. Over Cam on Twitter for months now. So to actually do this show was super cool. And uh yeah, I hope I hope you all enjoyed our our fun little little uh, cowboy session before again that seasonal anxiety really hits us all next week hey it was and, much and you elevated the name cam you did i have a positive <laughs> connotation towards it now okay yes i, I am yes. the only cam that needs to be on the cowboys roster we'll just say Whoa! that exactly. wow. there we go there we go i want to thank you for rocking with talking boys with the boys Ah, uh -huh.